I, I have to tell you, it was supposed to be me driving the Jeep to the Institute. And I was only supposed to have three people going, me and two other people. And I was like, okay, that works. The Jeep's not big enough, but not very big, but it'll work. And then they said, no, you're taking four. Well, two of us filled the back of the Jeep. The third one, we're like, uh, we're not going to be able to see out the window. And we still have to get one more person in here with all their stuff. This is not going to work. So we had to switch halfway through and use somebody else's car. So, I mean, it was like in the midst of all of that that I was trying to count. Sounds like a mess. It was. And it was so hot there. So hot. Oh, yeah. You said there was no air conditioning and stuff. No air conditioning. And they were so nice. And they said, we've gone and opened up everything so your rooms will be aired out. So all of the rooms were 90 some odd degrees because they opened all the windows. (sighs) (sighs) I can't sleep without at least a sheet on my body at night. I Uh didn't have anything on. I mean, I had clothes on because I was in dorm room, but I had no bed clothes on at night with the fan blowing directly on me and I was still miserable. Oh, it was really, really bad until the third night. The third night, about three o'clock in the morning, I finally pulled the sheet up. But mm. it was it was amazing. Uh, yeah, we're supposed to cool down. We've been in the high 80s, 90, probably not 90 for the last week and high humidity. Yeah, we've been humid, but well, we're getting all thunderstorms and everything else now this week. So I'm like, oh, fine. Well, a week from today, it's supposed to be 101 degrees here. Wow. Well, at least you're not in I'm the so dorm. Sorry. That's true. I'm not in the dorm. I still don't have air conditioning, but at least I know how to cool the house down and keep it cool during the yeah. day. Yeah. So, okay. Emails is not going to get me in the right spot for this. All right. Are we ready? I think we yep. might be. Okay. Let's see if I can do this. Welcome to season nine of Parfic with <laughs> We are going to start quickly and try to stay on topic. Well, it's because they won't let me have an extensive repair with Snake and it pisses me off. Sex and snorkags. We can't rock it like we used to. <laughs> Most of us are going to bring a hit. I swear, yeah. I read them for the stories. <laughs> Wait, so they've turned Snape into the chef from The Little Mermaid? You just can't say that to the Dark Lord. <laughs> but I digress. Us digress? Never. <laughs> no, never, never. Chickens with Sue Hour. <laughs> My mom went to Hawaii and all she brought me was a stupid chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I just... <laughs> guys. I'm already fall asleep. I think I did at one point. Mr. Potter, what are you doing at the Wizengamot? Yeah. Holy shit, did I fall asleep through the whole fucking thing almost? Apparently. <laughs> that is going in an intro too, please. Where the hosts are all our friends Somehow the tangents seem to blend Come on our journey round the bend Artific Weekly, where the story never ends. Welcome to Potterfit Weekly. The, nope, I can't do it right. Why can't I? I have this brain futz. I cannot do it. You can um, always skip over that phrase and just do however you want to do it. 
Welcome to Potterfic Weekly, a podcast about Harry Potter. This week, or this time around, we're doing Harry Potter Firefly crossover. I'm Sue. I'm Scott. <laughs> I'm Trisha. I'm Marie. Oh, I- no, it worked. It worked. You guys were far enough apart. Yo, it worked. It worked. Oh, okay. Uh, good. So we are doing uh, Brown Coat, Green Eyes, which is a Firefly Harry Potter crossover by Nanjon. And Look we at the pronounceable name. Yes, I can do it. We, we think. I hope. Uh, it's probably yes. really pronounced something else and we don't know it. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, I'll tell you my wonderful guardian story. Okay, you have a guardian story. Yeah, um, no, I have a, my new house has a security system in it. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll try it out for a little bit and, and lower my insurance and stuff. So I call, so I get everything set up. They're like, oh, yes, we're going to come out next. Um, they were supposed to come out last Saturday or two Saturdays ago. And they call, they're like, oh, our tech had a family emergency, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Can we do it for next Saturday? I'm like, yes. They're like, eight to tw- Eight to twelve. I'm like, perfect. I'll I'll do that. He didn't show up until one thirty. And you were in the shower. <laughs> yes, I was in the shower when he showed up. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> so Oliver comes up. He goes, um. I go, what? He goes, Guardians here. I go, you. I, I thought he was just being a little shithead. And I'm like, yeah, right. He goes, no, they really are. I was like, oh my god. And then. And the guy's like, oh, I'll be out of here in 45 minutes. I'm like, good, because I got to take all our cast to go nope. babysit. And so he's like, I'm like, nope, well, nope. he wasn't done at 45 minutes. He wasn't done until 4.30. And guess what? It still isn't done. It's not working. Wow. Ugh. Yeah. And the whole entire time, I'm really ticked off. I'm really just don't want him to be here at this point in time. But I want this. I just want this done. He proceeds to try to do small talk with me (laughs) (laughs) tells me that he's divorced and his wife cheated on him and i'm like i don't want to know i really don't care so i'm just giving him one word answers and the thing is he's like you don't talk much do you i'm like no because i don't (laughs) like people no shit sherlock It's the milkman all over it is it is the milkman He's like, he goes, well, this this area looks like a really safe neighborhood. He goes, why did you decide to get a system? I go, because it was already installed. I'm just trying to get it turned on and try it out. I go, I really don't need it. He's like, you don't? I go, no, I have a double barrel shotgun that I know how to use. And he just kind of looked at me and went, you do? You do? I go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention the pit bull that's locked in the basement while you're here. And- my wrestler son. <laughs> well, that make, uh, makes it even better is Art got a gas mask. He goes, your son has a gas mask. I go, yeah. He's a survivalist. Leave him alone. <laughs> I could free him. <laughs> or he just wants to put airsoft so he can intimidate his, his opponents. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe he was doing a little Doctor Who impersonation or something. <laughs> no, he's a little too old for that, I think. <laughs> we could have used but, a gas mask here this week. Oh, no. We were, fire? 
Yeah, we were covered in smoke on Friday. Like the uh, really? uh, we okay. had pictures through the window, and it's it it looks like the windows have those brown sunglasses on because everything is just yellow. Oh, oh wow. yeah. yeah, that's so it, sad. Yeah, it was not good, and you know, for a uh, a profession where everybody is talking most of the day, it's wonderful to have clouds of smoke blowing through the on air uh, rooms in the station. Uh, yeah, <laughs> bloodshot eyes and sniffles and what have you. Oh man, mm. probably, it's probably just just doing numbers on people's vocal cords and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Although yeah. to be fair, the I, a, the actual sure. production rooms and like on air studio and stuff were fairly well clear because there's an airflow there, but the mm-hmm. hallways and stuff oh. were yeah very smoky. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. I can, I'll send you all his gas mask. then Ulrich will be sad he can buy another one he was just so super excited about it he's such a dork well thankfully on um, well I wasn't outside on Saturday so I don't know how it was but on Sunday it rained so that cleared most of everything off for a little bit it's starting to seep back as as I was coming home today there's a little bit of smoky smell but it's not visible yet so Hopefully it sticks to that and we don't get the giant cloud again, but I guess we'll see. Yeah, we had an advisory that said that the wind was shifting and we'd be getting smoke this afternoon through tomorrow morning. Oh, my. From the Washington, Canada fires. Yeah, yeah. The West Coast is on fire, basically. So Yeah. I'm getting rain this week. I wish I could send it over to you. (laughs) It rained for a good five minutes here. Hmm? We all went, whoa. There's that. water falling from the sky. What is this? <laughs> Although no, that's the California thing. You guys are used to rain more yeah, often. We're used to rain. We're we're excited to see it though. It was really nice. So all right. So we're on chapter uh twenty, which is twenty-one in the chapter headings, or vice versa. A ghost of a friendship. And uh Harry's really antsy to leave. Uh is this had... been... he's going to the din- dinner party now. They went to the dinner party, yeah. and now they've left the dinner party because... Okay. Um, yeah. He's found out about this whole um, experimental new hyperdrive that should be able to get you to Earth and back in six weeks. Mm-hmm. And he's really excited. Uh, so much excited that he completely missed who he was talking to, uh, kissed mm-hmm. Monty the big burly mustached man goodbye, and slapped Madam Jocelyn over the back hard enough to knock her down while calling them the wrong names. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a little excited, is Harry. Yep, yep. Huh. I ain't never been that excited. No. Nope. But I don't... I, I, I've never... I can truthfully say I've never kissed somebody that I didn't know who they were. Oh, well. I can't say that. But I was drunk when I did it. <laughs> <laughs> They weren't mistaking them for someone else at the time. Uh, Oh, I did think one guy was Snape. Go on. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) You ever read the story about the girl? She was really, really drunk. And she woke up and she's like, why do I smell like this? And she goes, she goes, you came out of the bar and there was this guy in a motorcycle. He had all this hair, all this hair. And he was like really big, and she and you're going, Hagrid, you're here! And she ran up to him and hugged him. She's like, Oh, that explains the smell. <laughs> and I guess that guy just thought it was funny and hugged her back. 
He goes, there you go, Harry. <laughs> nice. Okay, sorry. At least people, most people will get that reference now, so it's Thank God. completely out of nowhere. No. The, the person that built our chicken mobile, his wife had a birthday party this weekend, and we were invited, mostly because they wanted to show off their house, which is beautiful. But we got there, and mom went up the stairs, and, and he said, you know, Sue, if you go around, you can park behind the house, and then you don't have to go up all the stairs. And so I moved the truck and I was coming around the outside of their, they have a, the deck goes all the way around this house. Mm. And I hear him talking inside the, the house as I'm walking up and I hear Harry Potter. You didn't know Sue liked Harry Potter? Oh, wow. Okay. And I'm like, wait. So I got in there and their little grandson had the lightning bolt on his head, Harry Potter glasses, and Hermione's wand. And he was running around the house Aww. shouting spells, and he was just so cute. And so <laughs> I, uh, we, we, hang, we hung out for a bit and, and exchanged spells. It was fun. He didn't do any un- unforgivables, did he? No, he didn't. He was mostly uh, Wingardium Leviosa. And Expelliarmus. Corrected my pronunciation of, even though I didn't do it wrong. He was so cute. And then uh, he came and he asked me, is there a spell for this? And I can't remember now what it was. And I was like, "Uh, yeah, sure. And I made one up because he wouldn't know the difference, you know. (laughs) They're like, let me get my Latin dictionary book out here. (laughs) I do have a Latin dictionary page bookmarked in my uh, web browser so I can go make up spells. (laughs) There you go. I almost won a Latin dictionary when I took summer classes in college. Oh, yeah? Ours would have been very helpful. Ours taken Latin this year. Wow. I wanted to. I got a little bit of Latin through my sister taking it, so I know how to say I am so-and-so, because that was the first thing they learned. But uh-huh. uh, <laughs> yeah, Ego sum. Ah, yeah. But, and then she also got... Um, this I don't think this was Latin. She got the Greek version of the Harry Potter books to learn Greek, and interesting. It's the uh, the funniest part is all the names and how they transliterate them into like Greek mm-hmm. names. Oh, so yeah. it's like Hagriodas and Dorslios and what would be yeah. Hermione? Um, I don't remember that one. It wasn't a, it wasn't one of the funniest is ones. Isn't she Greek mythology or no? Um. She's from a Shakespeare well, play. Hermes I don't know is, if it and was. it's the female form of Hermes. Mm. It could be. Or was yeah. Hermes Roman? Is Hermes Roman or Greek? Um, her- I think Hermes, Hermes is, is Greek. Mercury is Roman. Okay, so that that would be Greek. Yeah, so probably they pronounce her name all right. Um... Ginevra. <laughs> mm. That yeah, would be an interesting any... one. <laughs> she hadn't got to any parts with Ginny in them because it was just the first book. Uh... Ginny's yeah. in the first book. Yeah, they were sent toilet tour. <laughs> I don't think they mentioned that part then, but yeah, maybe they do. But at any rate, she was only in the first few chapters when I was remembering her talking. Uh-huh. I'd have to ask her again what some of the other ones are. But those are the two that stuck stuck in my mind. So Harry's um, bouncing off the ceiling because he's all excited about this test flight to Earth that was. And the field test is in less than a week, and he wants to go. And yes. Mel's like, I don't think the Alliance is going to let you do that. And he says, yeah, well, we're going to hijack Listen. it. Simon's <laughs> so like, you really can get worse. <laughs> yeah. 
And he forbids River to go. And she says, I didn't say I was going to go. But you know how, you know, but I'd like to. We just don't know how big the ship is or how how big the, you know, how much space. And, and Jane's like, I can go, can't I? And Harry's like, yeah, if there's room, everyone can go. And Mal's like, we're not going. Yeah. And, it, and they have to do some research because they don't know how big this ship is going to be or anything. And mm-hmm. but Mr. Universe can't find anything right away because it's a secret off the books project. So there's nothing on right. the net. Of course. Uh, but he has some leads he's going to follow up. And so the reason Harry's so excited is because there hasn't been any manned missions back to Earth. And so nobody really knows what's going on there, even though there are, you know, scientific projections and things. And right. he's hopeful that he can find either evidence of where the wizards went, or maybe they actually created a little secret enclave and managed to survive whatever happened to Earth. Does it say, I can't remember, does it say what happened to Earth? They go into it just here. River describes Yeah, that, okay. You know, so a greenhouse effect or something, yeah. I think it was. Too many nuclear de- Basically our future. And the ice melted and the water just kept rising. And then there was, it, things were getting even hotter and hotter. And the ocean started to boil, which yeah. made Global a thicker atmosphere happened. that... Yeah. yeah, basically us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, when, that happens, when that happens to us, I'm going to be dead anyhow, so oh well. Yeah. We don't have <laughs> the thermonuclear detonations part yet, but yeah, hopefully we can... Yet being the key word yeah. here. Hopefully we could steer past that and not that, have that to you know, invent I spaceships. So. To, uh, that would be good, because we don't have space travel and we're not going to get off of this thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think they're going to try. Well, I hope some, you know, actual responsible scientific people continue to invent actual space travel just because I want to go visit the moon and Mars and things. It'd Mm -hmm. be fun. You can do that. I am keeping my feet firmly planted on solid ground. Thank you very much. Once it gets to the part where, you know, you don't have to be in great physical shape to make it, um, where you can, like, take a day trip to the moon and they'll have a little touristy thing oh set God. up that you can go see, then I think that would be it. Uh, I, I am not going to, I, I am not, you know, astronaut material in any way, but. <laughs> oh, now come on, Scott, you'd float just fine. Well, yes, but there's a reason they have to pass physicals to be part of yeah. NASA or what have you, because there's a lot of work those guys have to do. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, you're getting, yeah, you're getting pretty much propelled away from the Earth against gravity. Yeah, that's a lot of G-forces up against your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Moody's like, uh-uh, I'm staying here. I'll melt, thanks. She yeah. goes, the only thing that's going to be in my clouds is my, not anything physical. <laughs> but I do want to see, at some point, the, you know, lifelong wheelchair user goes gets to go into orbit because they already know how to move the way you need to move in zero g but at any rate um they don't have to worry about that in this fic because all of the space travel stuff has already been invented um except now they're inventing a new hyperdrive thing that might help out getting to earth and yeah harry goes into his general hopes about trying to find things and mal says you know great I'm glad you have this thing to look into and you should definitely keep looking for answers, but this is literally a field test. Maybe we can wait until it's actually 
you know, tested and feasible, and then you can go. <laughs> Why not wait a yeah. couple of years? But wait for the monkeys to go first, and when they come back, okay, then you can go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. But Harry also says, you know, River's vision told me to go. And at the time, yeah. I thought she meant the and bathroom, but I think it's really this. Of this thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, and he pretty much divides the party because Mal's saying, nope, uh-uh, you can't go. And Simon's pretty much on the you can't go side. And River's like, I want to go. And Jane's like, I want to go. And so he's <laughs> like, well, it might be fun. <laughs> Mal's just <laughs> like, yeah. Kaylee says, within reason, you could count on me. We'll see. And Inara says, I expect I'll probably help you, but why don't we figure out what we need to know first before we start making plans that might not be applicable? Yeah. And uh, poor Captain. He's like... Oh, fine. We'll at least look into it. But anyway, what about this biography we went to this dinner party to get? Mm -hmm. And... They all look at the title page and this elderly wizard on the front, and they're going, um, are you sure this is about you? It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, glamour. Yep. Huh, I've had this up the whole time. Uh, by the way, this is what I really look like. <laughs> yeah, and he, he drops his glamour. So, in the you know, in the beginning of this story, he kept getting younger and younger, and we all thought, oh, that's weird. But now we find out it's just because he has a glamour on. Yeah, he figured it was an easy way to uh, pass detection if anybody was looking for this, you know, middle middle aged guy. If they won't be looking for a twenty year old, yeah. Yeah, and they say somebody wrote in the book, and Harry says, "What does it say?" And Simon says, "Anonymous." And Harry turned around and said, "Be really careful with that." And they're like, "Why?" And he said, "The author autographed this copy." And Simon's like, "The anonymous author signed the book anonymous." And Harry's like, well, yeah. And it turns but it out turns out Anonymous is actually Luna. Yeah, his wife wrote the book. <laughs> Not surprised. And... It's like, well, they said they were anonymous, but then they wrote chapters like why I married Harry. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very anonymous. Nope. And he went with her on, on signings as her uh, bodyguard. And nobody knew it was him. Oh, Harry. Yeah. She apparently wrote it without his permission. He still went with her anyway. Mm-hmm. And so Harry directs the uh, ship towards the core. And he says, if it's where we part ways, it's where I want to be dropped off. And Mal says, that's okay. And then he and River decide to do some brain work. Yeah. And he's figuring the fact that she's discovered she has a crush on him might be helpful because it'll give her more things she doesn't want him to see. Mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on. So, back to the book mm-hmm. thing. River can read the book. Yes. With with the charm still on it. No, she Ergo, takes, I think she, she is a takes witch. the charm off. No, because he's sitting... Hold on. No, I can't find it. Because it says, uh, I'm what language say- is this in? And Simon says it's not Latin, and Harry says, oh, here, it's in English. It's just spelled to keep Melgold from reading it. So right, and then she says, you know, hands it to River and says, "Now what do you see?" And then blah blah blah. You can read it. That's all I needed. Yeah. So yeah. he does something to it. Harry. He, he translates the charm. He, he translates the book from English to English, and that overrides the uh, Muggle repelling stuff. Mm-hmm. So now, uh, after he's done that, why does that, he need to translate it from English to English? Because he couldn't it's... figure out how to take off the charms that were already on it, so he just put another one on top. 
Ah. Yeah. It was Pig Latin. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he hands it no, to her. Luna, it probably one was. of the others can read it, and she can. So his counter hack of the charms has worked. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Luna wrote this as a birthday present for him. He turned 101. <laughs> oh. And yeah, so then we go on to the brown, the brown, the brain stuff. And he's like, time to take advantage of this crush. And she's like, really? He's like, whoa, down girl. I like that. Not that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm old enough to be your grandfather twice. Mm-hmm. He so is. Yeah. And River says, it's not that, you know, you're so epically crushable. It's just that, you know, everyone else here is either my brother mm-hmm. hung up on someone else or Jane. Yeah, Jane's <laughs> just disgusting, so there you go. <laughs> but Harry's not sure she's really being honest about that. Mm-hmm. And at any rate, does start diving in and trying to pull up memories of her fantasies that she's had, so she'll shut them down and kick him out. Yeah, he brings up a, an image of Simon, sweaty and shirtless. <laughs> she's like, ah! <laughs> him out. Yeah, And then we shift to Kaylee and Simon who is reading the biography. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, this was heart-wrenching. And it's, yeah, it's not the Hogwarts we know or the, the story no. we know. So on Halloween in 1997, in Harry's seventh year, he's yeah. kidnapped and they with both Colin and Dennis killed. Creevy. And, Why uh, is it always Dennis and Colin? I know it. They're, because there are recognizable, no other muggle-borns. Endearing and slightly annoying, which makes them you know, perfect for getting killed off, I guess. Perfect. Yeah, I guess. So they show up mutilated and and dead, and so everybody thinks that that or worse has happened to Harry, and it turns out that they come back as ghosts and help Harry and give him support while he's being tortured. So he was captive Mm. for a month, enduring countless tortures, both psychological and physical. But the Creevy brothers help him and help him escape. And then once he's mm-hmm. escaped, they... They cross over. The next, yeah. And on December 1st, Harry Potter appears in the midst of dinner in the Great Hall. He just was gifted sanctuary by Hogwarts. And as he shows up, he's got Nagini's mouth up to his shoulder. And he's poisoned. <laughs> and he also has yep. Voldemort's... He's like totally poisoned! <laughs> he's totally poisoned. <laughs> And, uh, no, he's, he's got, his arm is mostly Voldemort's down Nagini's throat, arm? and that's why right. she is there with him. It says part of Voldemort and right. the Death but Eater's torture was for Nagini to well? bite and poison Harry. So that's where you're getting mm-hmm. the part of Voldemort thing. But it, it's the okay. Oh man, I was co- I was hoping like Nagini's on his arm, Harry has some Voldemort's ar- arm in his other hand. No. Beating the guinea that's trying to Apparently swallow what his he's arm, done is, and I, that's what he's gotten pictured. used to that just being bitten by a guinea being part of the thing. Is that when one of when one of these things happens? No, he's got um, this severed left oh, arm. Oh yes, of um, he does in fact. <laughs> what? He sticks his arm down Nagini's throat and starts using her as a cudgel and whipping all the Death Eaters with Nagini. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then, um, yeah. So, Trisha, you did yeah. have it right. And what happened was uh, Voldemort 
tried to cast a switching spell to get Nagini off Harry's arm, and Harry um, somehow redirected it and wound up with Voldemort's arm in his hand instead. Yeah. It's, it's like Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> but part of Harry died that month, his innocence and his childhood, and and he came back as I don't know, I'd master. say his childhood died a long time ago. A master of magic. He no longer used magic, but he commanded it. So that's why he's able to do all these things that he does. And he stayed in contact with the Creevy's parents. Mm-hmm. Until yeah. they died. Yeah. And, and Kaylee's like, oh, he was tortured for a month, that's awful. And even yeah. Simon's feeling bad for him. Yeah, because he was the same age that River was when Simon broke her out. Yeah. And he's going, well, we know from this that apparently ghosts are real, so maybe we could find one of them and they could tell us where all the other wizards and witches are. <laughs> if it only could be, that's mm-hmm. a... Mm-hmm. Harry has apparently tried that already and hasn't managed to find any of them. Yeah. I think we see a little later in the chapter or next chapter, something like that. Because Simon yeah. brings up the idea later. Um, they talk a little bit about his first meeting with River and how he kissed her to shut her up. Uh, <laughs> and then Kaylee they wonder says about it doesn't really count as a kiss. First kiss, yeah. yeah. And Kaylee says that she talks about, is it Kaylee that says that? Or is it something that Harry comes back with later? Where No, Kaylee does. She says one of her friends, this boy yeah. Kevin... And then uh, they were just about to kiss and Simon walked in and ruined the moment. And (laughs) Simon's going, how old was she when this happened? Because Kevin died when she was four. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So apparently (laughs) she was seeing ghosts. Yeah. Or something. And it could be proof that she was a reader and could see things other people couldn't. It could be suppressing some kind of trauma when she was four. Um, but, and Kaylee says, maybe you should ask Harry about it and he can try and figure it out with their whole brain training thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Simon's not very happy about that. She says, think of him as Dr. Harry, her magical psychiatrist. <laughs> Simon doesn't like that either. Yeah. He really wishes Harry was more of an ass so he could just let, dislike him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently it's not. So he works up the nerve and goes to talk to Harry. Mm-hmm. And River is apparently picturing some fantasy things again. Yeah. And Simon is not sure if he wants to come in at this point. <laughs> no, it's a bad time. Have I come in a bum time? I mean bad time. Yep. Pitching was... bums. Mm-hmm. And he has to let Harry know that he actually came to talk to him, not River. Mm-hmm. And so first he asks how she's doing, which is, you know, pretty well. Um, she knows how to strengthen things when her shield weakens. It's only been instinctually so far, but it does seem to be working. Yeah. And she's learning faster than Harry did at her age, at his age. So, whatever. Well, to be fair. Yeah. He's got a better teacher. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But eventually, you know, first Simon asks, you know, how this whole thing with Harry worked. And Harry kind of explains his spell that puts him in stasis outside of time. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it took him a few years to come up with it because he's not exactly a 
expert at spell creation. And then he explains about leaving things with the Weasley family and stuff. Yeah. And he he's basically explaining to Simon why he's doing all this. He says, you know, I don't have any family or anything. And I felt fairly useless when I went into this stasis and such. So coming here and helping River at least makes me feel like I'm doing something worthwhile. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Simon's reminded of the reason he actually came in to talk with him and explains about her having seen this Kevin when he'd been apparently dead for eight years. Yeah. He's not and, sure what this means. And Harry says, well, that does seem to raise some interesting questions. Simon's like, yeah. He says, well, if this boy really did become a ghost, then something must be fundamentally wrong with magic because only witches and wizards can become ghosts. And But why does that prevent the fact, or why does that uh, yeah, so that so means Kevin had to have... Why Why does that mean that... Right. And they don't know that there's, you know, any wizards left, so we don't know. And then he, Harry has something to talk to Simon about, which is the bit he read in the Hogwarts of History earlier about um, Gregory Holmes, uh, probably actually House, because, <laughs> you know, crossovers, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, helping the the headmaster of the time figure out and isolate what the magic gene was. And so mm-hmm. he's wondering if there's any records of that from 300 years ago or whatever it is. Yeah. So, so Simon not, Simon's going to look into it. Mm-hmm. And then they talk about what Simon had been reading with Colin and Dennis. Yeah. And he, he says, yeah, they were annoyed to piss out of me when they were alive, but I owe my life to them. And Simon thinks it's funny that they annoyed him. Mm-hmm. He talks about how Colin followed him around with the camera and was his number one fan. Mm-hmm. I would have killed him. <laughs> and he apparently went and tried to spend time with Colin and Dennis's parents and actually did a round with the milkman at one point. It was as boring as you might think. <laughs> And Simon's like, yeah, sure, Milkman, whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then we have Mr. Universe who comes, who interrupts her, who lets Harry know that he's got some good news, that there's no trail whatsoever on this project. It's running on its own system. And Harry's like, well, how is that good news? And he said, well, because Antonio Weatherby is part of the project. And Harry's like, ooh, this could be fun. Yep. I actually just read a fic where Ron pretends to be somebody that's named something like Antonine something or other from, I forget if he pretended to be Canadian or French. I think it was French-Canadian while he was in England for a variety of reasons. Okay. It was a really good fic. I enjoyed it very much. That's good to know. I, I feel gotta... like I remember that actually. Yeah, Ron yeah. pretending to be from Quebec. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Interesting. I, yeah, I don't remember where that was, but that was fun. It was very fun. I think it it was an AU where um, mm-hmm. a lot more of the people had to escape when they were doing the Muggleborn purges or something like that, and so the yeah. Weasleys moved to um, North America. Hmm. No. Or... What? There was some reason that he didn't want to be known uh, 
as Ron Weasley. So I think they was, moved to France. Yeah, they they moved to France. And they had to pretend to be like, French Canadian. Well, I got this French accent. I might as well pretend to be from somewhere French. Yeah, but I don't know. Interesting. Anyhow, on to chapter twenty-one: Weatherby's wicked wheezing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Mal wants to know if Weatherby's going to actually help, and Harry says, "Well, I'll imperious him if I have to." And then he has to explain what Imperius is. Um, and they're like, well, isn't that against the law? And he's like, well, there's no wizards, so there's no laws. Uh-huh. And it wouldn't matter. He's done the Imperius before. Yeah. And Mal wants to know if he needs backup or how much backup he needs. And yeah. Harry was thinking maybe just him and River, although he might kidnap him and bring him back afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Fine. I'd rather not get messy, but, you know, if you have to keep an eye on him, just yeah. keep me out of it. So River's going in underneath the invisibility cloak. Yeah. And he reassures Simon that he doesn't really need backup at this point. There's not a, It's not a dangerous mission. He just thinks mm-hmm. maybe seeing River will help get Antonio on his side a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, he's alone in his apartment, and they just drop him in. He operates in. And they say, nope, no cameras. Frank's shut off all the cameras. So they have yeah. a little bit of time. Aww. And they go... I want a Frank. I know. <laughs> and they go up to Antonio's door and ring the doorbell. And Antonio doesn't recognize him. And he's like, can we talk inside? It's important. It's about the hyperdrive. <gasps> How do you know about <laughs> that? Yeah. And... and then he... Harry says, it doesn't matter how I know. What's important is the field test is going to be hijacked. And Tony's like, oh no, what do we do? Who's doing it? It's like, no, no, uh, I'm hijacking Me. it. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And, and then he changes his appearance and Anton- Antonio's like, it's you. And Harry's like, yeah, it's been a couple years. And he's like, you're real. And Harry's like, yeah, I am. I just <laughs> you. Well, that was the magic. I thought he didn't um, do anything to him. He didn't. He didn't obliviate him, but nobody else who was there remembered anything. So eventually Antonio just figured it was, I don't know. Uh, And so maybe a little like indigestion. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, it works for a Christmas carol. Thank you. You caught it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And he says, you know what? I'm really here for is to determine if you're really a proper Weasley. And it's like, what's a Weasley? (laughs) Um, Mostly. I just want to know if you believe in what's in doing what's right. And you're not hung up on money and power. And Antonio says, of course I believe in doing what's right. Do you mean, you know, hiding genocide, experimenting on children? Is that, you know, what you're thinking of here? Uh, And, Antonio's doesn't really know what this is relating to. Uh, and so Harry basically explains the whole history with River and the operatives mm-hmm. and Miranda. And it's like, this is why they were trying to send somebody after her is because she knew about these terrible things. And here she is, you know, just a teenager. That didn't get revealed? Interesting. Yeah, no. And, and River sort of floating around in the uh, invisibility cloak. So he and and uh, Weatherby here is 
not so he he's believing the party line about river and that she's dangerous and the psychopath and all of this stuff and harry explains everything and then she's like appears and he's like oh allow me to introduce you to river tab and he's like uh she's not gonna kill me is she and we haven't really decided yet. yet says river as she tilts her head river fine i won't kill you i can kill you with my brain very bellatrix i like that um you know, he's he's starting to he's been swayed by all the things that Harry's described, but he's you know, are are you sure about this? This is it does fit together, but it's pretty hard to believe. And then River just says, I'm sure, from right behind him. Yeah. <laughs> he jumps a foot in the air. So Harry wants to know, you know, how big is the ship, how many people are going, how difficult is the operation gonna be, what's your role? When does it leave? He wants to know all of this stuff because he wants to hijack it. And Antonio's like, I can't, aren't you going to, you know, give me gruesome details of corruption or convince me how helping's going to, you know, be the right thing? And Harry says, I'm a wizard. I can just make you forget everything. So, you know, I can make you tell me things too. You're going to help us. It just... Are you going to help yeah. us because I make you, or are you going to help us because I take your freedom away from you? Yeah, or because you, you know, built... how are those two different things? Yeah, those those are the same thing. It's are you, are you going to help us because I make you do it, or because you can see reason and decide to do it yourself? Mm-hmm. And hmm. he imperiouses him to answer the first few questions that he just asked, and then lets him out of it and says. You know, that's what I can do. And I know from experience, it feels pretty good when you're under it, but it's still, you know, not a nice thing to do. It's, you're basically a slave and I would rather Mm -hmm. not do that. Yeah. And And, and Harry's like, I don't want to keep the ship. I just want to go to Earth that was and come back. And so. (laughs) And at one point they start uh, going into the scientific descriptions of how it works and Harry says, please, please speak English. And they're like, what? You mean old English? And River says, no, he means American. (laughs) And Harry's like, oh, oh, my heart. Stole this from me. Uh, Stupid yanks. Yep. And according to most history books, England was probably the most important European state of America. Um, (laughs) Well... Not, uh, um, not unless some things changed in a few hundred years. Yeah, interesting. Hmm. Huh. Uh, yes, apparently the Muggles agreed to that. So uh, in this version of Firefly history, um, America conquers Europe, apparently. 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 Or annexes or what have you. Or they, oh, what unifying. Mm-hmm. Ah. And... Antonio wants to know if River is a wizard, and Harry says, "Nope." Although the word would be witch, but yeah. she needed. But she's to not help one of those either. Mind, yeah. And I was able to help her do that. See, I don't get why she's not. Well, you find out later. But as far as we know, there are no full witches or wizards yet. That's what he's hoping to find out. But mm-hmm. you know, reading is not the same as having a magical core. It's just a sort of little fringe piece of magic, kind of. Mm-hmm. She can't actually cast spells, or at least hasn't yet. So, so we'll she's, she's like three-quarters squib. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. 
And a little later in the chapters, I don't think it's this week, but it could be, we find out kind of what happened to the wizards. Yeah, I don't think it is this week because I don't remember that bit. So it'll it'll be a little bit, but we'll we'll start to find out what is happening. Yeah, what's been going on. What's so Harry, so what's happening? Sorry. What's to know, was... uh, if Antonio is going to help? And if so, then there's rules. And yeah, well, Antonio I, says, I yes, I'll help, but I have some rules. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I'm coming with you, and I'm not sharing my bed on Frenzy with anyone. And I think Frenzy is hilarious as a name. Mm-hmm. I did, too. And Harry is also surprised that it's his name. Mm-hmm. But it is apparently named after the doctor's wife, Florence. which But I thought ships were she, so why is it the male form of Florence? I think Firenze is just the um, Italian name for Florence. And it's only male to us because JK took it and gave it to a centaur. Mm. Oh. So they have to figure out how they can take him without having to explain his presence there. Um, second, you can't use any magic on on him taking away his free will or forcing him to do something that he'd rather not. There is apparently a racehorse called Ferenzi. Mm. Mm. Also an Italian composer. A couple of A couple yeah, of them. They must have been yeah. people who came from Florence, probably. Apparently. So, yeah. Okay, never mind. <laughs> and then in exchange for those, Antonio will insist, assist them whatever way they safely can without risking his life. Excessively risking his job <laughs> or risking the purpose of the field test. And Harry says, River? And he says, yeah, he's telling the truth. Okay, this is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. And Antonio is still words. not so sure about this. Mm-hmm. But then we shift to Zoe, who has also been reading the biography and it's made her eyes water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so she goes to the captain and, you know... Mm-hmm. He says, you know, you've you've been holding back from being part of this because you're trying to, you know, lay low and be on the fringes and have a normal life. But that's never what we were about. Mm -hmm. And the reason I followed you and came out here and have done all what we've done before is because, you know, we're doing the right thing and we're making a difference. And this is a chance to do that again, basically. And then there's a whole section from the biography about Harry protecting part of St. Mungo's that had um, uh, some ill, some children in it who had been, mm-hmm. let's see, did it say where they came from or just? I don't think so. They, uh... No, it was just, it was the children's wing of a hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and he managed to. There were muggles with special circumstances in there. Yeah, and well. there are bombs falling. Presumably, something magical related. Yeah. You know, like the Dementor attack, or I don't know. And it's during World War Three, and there's oh, you know, explosions and everything going off, and they're actually it's they're using the empty atomic bomb, which is um, explodes. The way that a nuclear bomb would, but doesn't propagate radiation outside of mm-hmm. it. It's just the initial bomb blast, basically. Right. But um, it completely obliterates anything in that specific area at about 200 meters. And this wing of the hospital was 160 meters away. 
and Harry happened to be there and managed was you know trying to save as many children as possible managed to extend his personal shield which is not supposed to be possible at all and saved six of them yeah. out of 16 um, well no there were 16 mm-hmm. remaining children that were only accounted for by their stain pattern so 16 18 died and he saved six yeah cuz two other children weren't mm. physically hurt but they didn't survive the shield mm. um i think if they i they were too far away they were too far away and although the shield protected them the air the, it couldn't keep the air around them mm. yeah they suffocated, they suffocated for lack of air yeah oh as depressing as this is i'm not a fan of super mhm well yes but again this this is you know 102 year old harry who's had however long to learn more stuff. But yeah, it's just sort of a, this is a fairly super hairy story. Mm -hmm. We're just, we have to Mm -hmm. take as part of the premise that Harry is a great enough wizarding hero that people 300 years later still know about him. Yeah. And then he has to defend himself to the Wizengamot because he did something he Mm. wasn't supposed to do. Yeah. He did magic during a, a muggle conflict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're deliberating to find me for my disregard of the law, please make sure to consider that not everyone is as wealthy as I am. If the next time your children whose lives are threatened, the oars and the hit wizards need to factor in the extra time it takes for them to check their wallet, of course, I suppose for saving children would cost them their job. It's not a terribly fair position to put them in in the first place. Tough break for the kids, eh? Yeah, it it doesn't make any sense. I mean, it was St. Mungo's. Mm -hmm. And so apparently this is a time when we get... This could easily be the plot of a fic. I have probably read some of these fics where, you know, Harry decides, yeah, enough (laughs) with the wizarding world, let's go on tour. And so he and Luna left and had two years of... You know, just traveling and seeing wonderful things mm-hmm. and had a great time. And then there was another dark and he came back. <laughs> yeah, they made him come back. Of course there was. Because they exiled him from the country permanently as his punishment for saving the children. And then yeah. Mal's just like, oh, man, now I'm going to have to go. Gotta <laughs> go back now. Yep. So Mr. Universe makes sure that the ship's in the same spot and Harry and River operate back up. Um, and Simon runs in and says, "River, are you okay?" And she says, "Oh, well, you know, I lost both legs, but I'll live." Yeah, Harry's like, "I'm gonna miss those legs. I managed her this pair of fake ones, though. Can't even see the seam." And Simon says, "Like," oh! and then he realizes they're pulling his leg or taking the Mickey out. Har har har, hurry har har. Yep. But Antonio's gonna help, and. So the mission test is for five, but they can, and he doesn't want to do magically expanded things. Yeah, because so. that might mess with the already um, prototype ships. So. Mm-hmm. But the other ones are just going to have to share a bunk. And they're, you know, fighting over who's going to actually share a bunk. And then somebody says, well, you know, we can take turns sleeping in it. We don't both have to sleep in these little <laughs> tiny boats at once. Which is probably a good idea because I, ha- if I remember correctly, these bunks are really small. 
I don't know. Some of my college classmates ended up, God knows how, and I can guess, fitting three people on those college mattresses. <laughs> I barely fit me on there. There, those mattresses are awful. Just saying. I know they were. They were awful. Especially, uh, um. Never mind. I don't remember what I was gonna say. Go ahead, Scott. <laughs> well, no. oh, hold on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say goodnight for now. So I'm getting oh. tired. All right. Good night. Good night. Good night. I'll see you guys later. Hopefully next week. See ya. Bye. Night, Trisha. Bye bye. Yeah, we should. So they they talk about this. the uh, the bunking arrangements, and you know, Harry says, "Well, looks like it's you and me." And Sabbath's like, "No, I don't want to bunk with you." It's okay. Would you rather I sleep with your girlfriend or your sister? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then um, they explain that Her- Harry and Frank have set up Antonio with a, a doctor's note and um, ter- terrible illness so that he kidney stones so he can stay home from attending the launch so that he can sneak in with them Mm -hmm. and they've set up basically a ferris bueller thing where like anytime somebody tries to call him while they're gone it'll be like oh yeah i'm getting the reports together it'll be be fine you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) because he can send those in from his uh, uh portable pad thing that he has but he's not technically at wherever they're trying to call Um, yeah and so then we're at mission control and they're like where's the documentarian weatherby wasn't it he's like uh he's working from home dr cole's like why would he miss this and they whisper in his ear he's like oh man give that man some time off he's like well he thought work might help him yeah being able to focus on other things Mm -hmm. is great so and (laughs) they're um interface that they're using to check on things is called frank yeah field research analysis and navigational knowledge so now that mr universe has hacked it he really has to respond to frank (laughs) and he's gonna blame harry for this yep of course and uh they call in and how things looking and harry's slapping jane's arm quit fiddling with your helmet buckford yep itchy itchy yeah, so they Ugh. they go through the various um, checkpoints and everything to launch, mm-hmm. countdown, etc. Yep, and they start it. Five, four, three, two, one, engage! Oh my god! Yeah, and then everybody starts feeling very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, "Did Jackson and Mackenzie seem a bit off to you?" <laughs> I think Beckford may have been crying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeehaw! Off they go for the voyage home. <coughs> Star Trek <Voyage> reference. <coughs> <coughs> yeah. Jane's like, is that normal? Is that normal? Is this normal? Tell me it's normal. Yes, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. But then they finally stabilize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Antonio explains that, you know, once a balance is reached, hyperdrive comes smooth enough, you don't even realize that you're moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but getting to that point yeah. is a little says, crazy. Might want to work out that. It's a Ooh. bit bumpy. <laughs> yeah, mm, I'll, I'll be sure to make a note. Can they do something about that? Can we get to a point where it's comfortable? Not at Who this knows? point, but when they make the next version, probably. Yeah. And and Antonio's like, we've got to ma- monitor things. And Harry's like, Antonio? And he's like, oh, yeah, wait a minute. 
I'm not at the office. Yeah. So, and some people are uh, are beads. So they impersonated five of the people, but then the rest of them are are buttons or beads on. Yeah, so he's transfigured and, a bunch of people. And Harry uh, forgets to untransfigure Simon for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bruber has to tell him. Yeah, go ahead and unbead everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I don't get this bit about Antonio's shattered kidney stone. What about it? So that's the. How did it shatter? It's, well, it, that's it their has, cover. They're just yeah, it's the cover. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. Well, that's the treatment that he's supposedly getting is this um, you know shockwave thing. It's like, well, they um, they've managed to I, shatter I the you. first kidney stone, but they had to push back doing it to the next one because there were complications. So he's going to have to stay at home for a while longer. Basically, is the idea. But the, I, th- I think the part that I'm missing is what they're treating him for. So that's how you treat kidney stones even now? If you have kidney oh, stones oh, that you okay. can't pass, then they try to shatter them so that you can pass them in smaller pieces. Uh, but what they're saying is that when they shattered the first one, it caused complications. So now they can't shatter anymore. And so he's okay. bound. Yeah. Uh, and... I thought that they were doing something else, and then that caused the kidney stones. And no. I don't know. Antonio does not actually it all have went kidney downhill stones. From there. This is all just. This is, well, I got, I got that pretending. part. I just mm-hmm. didn't get the whole. How did we suddenly get from? Yeah. Okay. And let's be. We got to that because there's a message that Antonio got a raise because he's having such a terrible time uh. with his kidney stones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. And and then while they're messing around with the beads. Simon finally uh, gets unbeaded, and he's like, well, what happened? You knocked me out. Harry looks and says, I'm sorry, Simon. River didn't make it. And he's sniffing, and, and she's yelling, I'm not dead! You're not fun either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's definitely more of a, you know, embracing the Fred and George life in this story. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and Jane wants to know if anybody brought a deck of cards, because it's going to be a while. Yeah. So they have three weeks and they have nothing really to do because Mr. Universe is flying the the ship without, I almost said plane, flying the ship without any help. Yeah. And, and Harry's got his wonderful expanded knapsack. So they brought fruit and lots of drinks. And of course, there's ham cubes. <laughs> Why they didn't think about packing food in Deathly Hallows, I will never understand. But he yeah. didn't know how to make ham, ham cubes at that time. And I'm sure that Hermione thought about it, just hadn't had it that prepared because she was waiting to put in the food at the last minute. Probably. Well, that would have been really funny if she was nicking stuff at the wedding. Mm -hmm. That'd be one way to take care of the leftovers. Yeah. Wedding cake. Just have Hermione come along and scrape all the long tables into her bag. (laughs) 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 Yeah. And uh, speaking of weddings, uh, they go in the pensive and watch Harry's wedding. A few with, a, uh, along with a few subsequent honeymoons, and uh, yeah. well, memories first, of his. First, they start with Zoe's wedding to watch, but yeah. but then they do also, yeah. and um, then Kaylee is apparently paying far too much attention to Luna's jewelry for Inara's comfort, <laughs> <laughs> and then. Harry comes up to check the cockpit and says, are we there yet? And Mel says, hey, you just volunteered for the next shift. Thanks. 
Yeah, just give me a couple of minutes to wake up my extremities and I'll take your spot. Yeah. He's been, he's had enough of weddings for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he has to lay on the floor so that everyone can touch him and follow mm-hmm. him into the pensive. That's how they can so. make the pensive work. So he always has to be there whenever and somebody's yeah. using the pensive. He's beginning yeah. to feel his age. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to show Mal and Antonio some more action-packed things the next day. Yeah, well, that's for sure. And they talk about the World Cup. Um, and it says that the biography said something about an accident, but it didn't mention any details. And Harry's like, yeah, Luna knew she shouldn't do too many details. Uh, and it turns out that um, there was a, yeah. uh, some purebreds terrorists were planning a surprise party for him. And... No, they they crashed the yeah. surprise party. His friends were throwing him for him, ah. and fed everybody power sapping potions or something like that, or at least Harry. Um, that was their plan anyway. Um, and yeah, he wound up bleeding profusely from the eyes, and then that means he didn't have the eyesight to play Quidditch well anymore. Because mm-hmm. they yeah. tried to. Um, feed him a potion to help heal the, his eyes, and it didn't work because his magic rejected it. Because he was unconscious. Yeah. If they'd woken him up. <laughs> yeah. But the magic saw what the healers were trying to fix, and so it took care of healing his eyes on his own. Um, and it healed them too well, so his eyes turned <laughs> slightly magical, which means he's now disqualified from playing Quidditch because he's got an advantage. <laughs> yeah. Poor Harry. Mm-hmm. Victor was heartbroken. Victor Crumb. Yeah. Unfortunately, it doesn't mean that he can change his eye color or shape or cast magic from his eyes or any other cool things. It just no. means that he can <laughs> see really well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and then they mention dragons, and Jane really wants mm-hmm. to see those. Yeah, he does. Uh, Real dragons? Yeah. But yeah. And Harry's hoping to see some of their memories because, you know, he's seen all of his already. Mm hmm. And then Harry's a little bit pensive and decides he wants to talk to Simon for a second. And no pun intended. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. talk about the uh, the magical gene that they that has been isolated, the M gene, and Simon has found it, the one that Doctor Gregory Holmes and Doctor Harry Fullerton discovered. Yeah, and, and apparently. So- River was magical enough that she could hear the ghost of Kevin, but not enough that she could see him. Mm. Interesting. So she's sort of a part witch or something. Yeah, and they (laughs) they actually do the test, and it comes back that Harry, of course, has the gene, and uh, River and Simon both have the gene. And Simon's so excited because he gets the little machine that he's got. Of course. Yeah. And he's very confused that he's testing dominant for this. Mm-hmm. He doesn't think but, he's magical at all. But it makes sense because River is, so he would. They're in the same family. Not necessarily Petunia and Lily. Mm, that's true. But... He could have the recessive gene. That's kind of what he was expecting. But he apparently does have the dominant one. And everybody else doesn't. Yeah. And of course, Antonio tests positive as well. Yeah, because he mm-hmm. was. Magical enough to get the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> Harry's worried that this means, you know, he's never going to find any other witches and wizards because they're around, just not magical enough. They're not magical anymore. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then we move to the book of Jane. And Antonio <laughs> wants to know what's going on. And Kaylee yeah. says, Nothing. don't find him. Yeah. And it's number something plus four. Yep. Yep. We are only two days away from Earth that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Harry's been bummed out because Simon's a freak too. And Antonio's <laughs> like, why is he doing that? And Kaylee's like, well, that helps him read or write. And Antonio's very confused. Stop calling them a freak, Jane. Yeah. He wishes he was a freak, too, because he would be able to blow up so many things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Antonio says, so are you expecting Jesus? And Kelly's like, oh, no, that's Harry. <laughs> what? Yeah. Just, you know. Oh, boy. And, yeah, and if he was magical, then they'd have to call him the Jane. Yep. I'm <laughs> sure that would be how it works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... He's apparently shown some people the memory of the Chamber of Secrets, and now everybody is afraid of snakes. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, I would be too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But Harry, in general, has been more somber for the last little while, and Zoe comes up and accuses him of bringing everyone down. Yeah. And she says, you believe in things that were impossible, that other people thought were impossible. And Harry says, do you know why she did that? And he said, because... She knew with a certainty that no one knows everything and pretending that you do is no fun. Yeah. And she took great joy in having faith in things. Yeah. So. And Zoe says, yeah, so then why are you not having any faith in there being more wizards? Mm-hmm. Luna would never have let you get this pessimistic. And there's no point in it because even if we don't find anything on Earth, there still might be answers out there somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And by the way, can you please make us some donuts? Yay! Yes. <laughs> Yay, donuts! <laughs> mm-hmm. so. And then we have River talking to Mr. Universe. Yes, Frank. And he's like, I'm sorry. And she's just going to call him Frank forever because he's made her mad. Yes. And she only responds to Mackenzie because that's the astronaut she's supposed to be impersonating. What did they do to them? I think they just stunned them and like tied them up somewhere. Oh, so they're going to find them in the broom cupboard or something? I think so. Unless they turned them into beads, too. I don't remember that bit. They might have. Oh, dear. They might have them all turned into beads, and they're just not waking them up. Oh, right. We skipped over but it when we were in the beads, They kind of know what's going on, so they probably didn't make them beads. I can't remember either. Although and Simon so... didn't know what was going on because he was stunned first, so. And that's true. If they stun you first, then maybe. Hmm. Um. Now we're almost there, and uh, it's three minutes before you need to disengage the hyperdrive, because they're almost there, and so they need to get ready, because it's going to shake like crazy again. Mm. And River says, hold on to your butts, and it starts to vibrate, and this time it's like, it's not too bad, and then there's explosions, and it starts to really break. <laughs> okay, it's a little bad. Like, ah, <laughs> never mind. Yep. They all go gather around the, the one window, and... The planet is orange. Chudley Cannon orange. Oh dear. Oh dear. And basically, it's hotter than hot. And there's no water anywhere. And it's basically a dead planet. Yeah, I would imagine. But Harry's holding on hope that Hogwarts is still going to be there. Yeah, because that's a pretty magical place. So hopefully it's managed to survive. Mm-hmm. 
and they they st- start flying towards the castle and all of a sudden the lights flicker out and the hum of the engine dies and oops river's like harry we're in free fall and harry's like oh crap and he has forgotten that muggle things don't work around hogwarts do they do they really really don't mm-hmm. Also, I went back and checked, and they did apparently turn all the cosmonauts into beads. So, no. Yeah. You want some guacamole? Oh, yeah. Oh, guacamole and, and chips and uh, podcasting will probably be bad, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll survive some crunching. No, I'm okay. Thanks. Mm, smells yummy. I may have to go on mute for a while, guys. You just have to talk yeah. without me. <laughs> I might have to <laughs> get some guacamole tomorrow. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> We had a, a couple of avocados that were all but dead, so we had to do something with them. Yeah. I never really have avocados unless I specifically think to go get some. I don't, yeah. My mother loves them. Yeah. Except that half the ones we get now are bad when you open them up. Uh, yeah. We I enjoy them avocados. a lot, but I just never think to actually buy them. We keep them in the refrigerator until we're ready to let them ripen on the counter, and that keeps them a little longer. Okay, handy. Yeah, we stick them in the fridge, too. So, Harry. Yes, the forensic is dropping like a rock. (laughs) Yeah, he he gets into a spacesuit and apparates out and says, Arresto Momentum! And he (laughs) absorbs the weight of this spacecraft. Yeah. And it knocks him to the ground because it's heavy, but at least he keeps it from crashing. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he gets to look at what's left of Hogwarts. Yeah, which is pretty ruined, broken archways, melted suits of armor. Hogwarts library is pretty much gone, and he's disappointed, basically. Yeah. And he has to admit to them that he forgot about how your muggle things don't work near Hogwarts. Whoops. Yeah. How could you forget? Well, it's been a while. Yeah. So he has to levitate it far enough away that hopefully it'll start up again. Mm-hmm. But now we know that the wards are working. Yeah. And yeah. Harry says, no, it's not actually wards. It's just that there's so much residual magic here. It still disrupts things. And Hogwarts and Stonehenge and the Bermuda Triangle are major ones. <laughs> Why is everything magic? Why not? I suppose. And, you know, Simon notices that their suits are still working, all the radios, etc. And Mm -hmm. they are apparently protected from all forms of radiation, fire, etc. And apparently that's enough to stop magic radiation, too. That's good. And so Simon's figuring out that hmm, magic must have some sort of waveform that can be disrupted if this is working. And Harry mm-hmm. says, well, yes, it's an energy, but um, it's still pretty hard to quantify. And apparently it it goes both ways. Like if there's enough high technology around, it's hard for magic to work too. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But then that wouldn't make sense. How does it work on like the spaceship and stuff? Well, he says, the most basic understanding about magic you need to know is that it cannot be understood. Kaylee says, I don't understand. Exactly. 
But I suppose Firefly is so decrepit that it probably works. Yeah, I don't know. It's not high high enough technology. Although this is a, you know, this is supposed to be the fancy prototype ship, so. No, that's true. <laughs> fancy prototype ships are good. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. And Harry says, it's it's too hard to explain at this point. I can't do it right now without making sweeping generalizations and those are never accurate so and Simon's still you know disgruntled because he feels like Harry's mocking science somehow and he says well yeah Hogwarts is so magical how come it didn't survive what happened to earth and he says well I don't know my guess is without people around magic didn't see the point in preserving anything Mm -hmm. fair point and he thinks maybe the ghost council might have all voted to move on because why <laughs> hang around when it's ruins. Yeah. And it's true. And then he tries to um, he's doing a spell for what? Something, I think something to check and see where the magic is because there's mm-hmm. a magic mm-hmm. signature that he's not recognizing and he manages to pretty much mm-hmm. blind himself because there's a lot of magic going on. Yeah. And he seems to have this connection to something that is that way over there. And so he's going to try and follow in that direction and see what it is. Yeah. And then there's a big crash um, from the entrance hall oh. where they let the ship and they go running towards it. Cause Hey, why not run towards the danger? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, he levitates the, uh, it just sort of crushes the stones it's, it's resting on. Yeah, and he's levitating the fa- the ship into the lake because he figures that's far enough away from the castle it might be able to work. And then the engine just fires right up and pulls away and now they're all takes off on Earth. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> Harry, did our ship just ditch us? Um... You're not doing this right, Harry. Um, but yeah. Thankfully, Mr. Universe is there, and or excuse me, Frank, and can bring it back. And yes, the surge that made the ship sh- shut down was almost enough to take him out, too. Yeah. But fortunately, not quite. And he's managed to commandeer the ship so that they can get back on. <laughs> and he has become the ship, basically. Here. Yeah. Oh, just like River. Mm-hmm. Just like River. Except more literally. Yeah. So then they follow the magic and it takes them to Diagon Alley. Mm-hmm. I love how they don't even explore Hogwarts. Well, there's not much to explore. Yeah. I know, but it's Hogwarts. They look around it a little bit and see that yeah, everything's burned and collapsed and melted and stuff. I don't know. I'd be running around to the library. Oh, yeah. that's gone. It's disintegrated. I know, I know. Well, I suppose. Also, we're Hogwarts fans, and they've only read about it once, so. Hmm, But yes, Harry realizes the place that they're going is Diagon Alley, and the thing that he was bound to was his Gringotts vault. Mm -hmm. So there's a bunch of stuff underneath the collapsed marble. Yeah, and he uh, runs into Fox, or first of all, just a phoenix and then fox comes 
Yes, while they're looking for a Gringotts cart so they can find a way down, he's, you know, blasting holes and things to try and get through to the tunnels. And hey, look, it's a phoenix. Mm-hmm. And it turns out to be actual, actually be Fox. And My goodness. Well, I guess Fox. Yeah. yeah. And he sings for them and they all feel much better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yay. They think that Fox is attacking, but it's not. Because Fox is so happy to see him, he just like gloms onto him. Yeah. And Mal's like, didn't you just describe this guy as a magical fire turkey at one point? No, of course not. I'd never say that. No, never. Yeah. And but they, you know, heard the stories from second year and such. And there he's really glad to see each other. And so Fox takes them down. Oh come on. Magical fire. Well, at least when the phone rings <laughs> I can eat my chips. <laughs> Magical fire turkey. <laughs> so they all grab hands, and Harry says, "Okay, we're ready." And Simon's like, "What exactly are we?" Because ah! <laughs> <laughs> they're now all hovering yeah. in the air on the tail of a phoenix. Uh, yeah, Harry, you should have warned them. And apparently, they go. Uh, they take the scenic route and go all around the ruins of nearby London. Because why not? And then vanish in, vanish in a burst of fire as they are flying straight towards a marble wall and pop back in to Harry's vault. Uh-huh. And so he says, why do I get the feeling we could have just come straight here and you wanted to give us a scare instead? And he says, yeah, well, Fox needed to stretch his wings. Been bored silly around here. So they're looking through. I can imagine he'd be very bored. There's nothing to do. Yeah, you're the only creature as far as you know. Yeah. And so Harry, you know, cuts his hand and cuts himself across the palm because everybody does that even though it's dumb. Uh, yeah. And puts some blood on the crease between these two doors in the smooth stone. And they open up and turns out he's got a colony of house elves or goblins <laughs> or some of both. Goblins! Yes, goblins living in his vault because it was the one that still kept yes. some magic going apparently he does <laughs> uh. oh my yeah and they uh, jane's like those are hideous jane they're goblins not people well they're still jane and yeah. uh, and they call him master and he's like uh what yeah you are harry yeah. potter aren't you yes <laughs> so you are our master Mm-hmm. And so the leader of the goblins is wearing Luna's robes from first year. Of course he is. Yeah. Yes. Why? And he's his name is Ripruck, and he says there's much we should discuss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what the hell are you doing in my vault? <laughs> they are apparently all vassals of House Potter because that's how they could connect to his magic. Yeah, they had tried to do other vaults, but one by one, those wizards died, and Harry's the one that's been living the longest, so it's the only vault that's still feasible to hide in. Mm-hmm. That's so sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they ask him how many heirs he's produced, and he's like, um... Uh, none. Then... That never happened. And they're like, well, get to breeding! <laughs> yeah. I don't think he can, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so they all settle in for a drink. They have goblin-made whiskey, which apparently is pretty strong. And then... Harry wants to know if uh, he introduces Jane, Mal, River, Anara, Zoe, Antonio, Simon, and Kaylee. 
and they get taken into the council and mm-hmm. they have their whiskey. And Ripreg explains that goblins were particularly tied to the earth, so they didn't have the option to go on any of the wizard spacecrafts that offered because mm-hmm. they would just die anyway if they were away from the earth. So they moved into Gringotts. So even terraforming wouldn't work. Nope. Yeah, because they were particularly tied to the, the magic of the planet. So, And they realized that you know when all of this stuff was going on and things were getting worse and worse outside, as Gringotts employees, they still had the rights to enter um, the remaining client vaults mm-hmm. if it serves oh. their needs. And the only way to actually live in one is to get permission from the family or to pledge themselves as vassals. And since there's no one there to grant permission, they had to do that. Yeah. Benary says, all right, I have to listen to all this, but if the rest of them are bored, there's some way that you can like give them a tour or something. So Ripruck gets his son, Dig Dug, to take them on a tour. Mm-hmm. And Antonio stays, but the rest of them go. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, and uh, the apparently Phoenix there is... was there was a Harris family that survived for quite a while, but then the the last magical Harris must have died because the vault started to crumble. Oh dear. Yeah, and they kind of moved things from they moved a bunch of stuff into Harry's vault, I think. Yeah, and the Harrises were part of a group that was working to protect Hogwarts. So basically, Hogwarts Harry's vault now has all the contents of hogwarts that they could save mm-hmm. so the library there hogwarts library is there hmm. and fox is very proud because he helped bring people and things from hogwarts yeah and he lets him i do not approve of this idea that squib children don't get a, don't get count as vault protection-y people mm-hmm. you have to be magical oh. yeah because squibs can have magical children yeah only but... if you've been get enough of the different bloodlines together, I guess. I don't know. At least in this version. So they... Harry explains that he's come from... They've come on this new flying machine with this new technology. And Riprock wants to know if it's stable. And Harry says, well, it seems to be. And so they... He suggests that some of them can come with him and see whether terraforming is enough to have, you know, a connection to those planets. But... There's no, no goblin or wizard. There's no wizard stuff, so there's not really anywhere to take the goblins. You just yet. Mm-hmm. And then Kaylee's like, "Ooh, what's that?" Big dog's like, "A toilet. No magazines. Wait, no toilet paper. That's what the brush is for. That doesn't sound good. No. And uh, they've got magic garden that grow. Yeah, food. And good ventilation." So some of them have cooler places and some of them are warmer. Yeah. One's a dark garden for just dark vegetables. Yeah. I'm, I didn't know they had dark guessing vegetables. like root plants, like carrots and onions that want to oh. be in the dark underground. Well, I thought they were like, I don't know, dark, like spell casting vegetables or mm-hmm. something. And they have uh, Harry's peanut butter and jelly sandwich pouch. So they live on peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and, and cheese and a and picture pumpkin of pumpkin juice, juice which they hate mm-hmm. but, and Dig Dug says he'd rather bathe in whiskey than pumpkin juice <laughs> and then he wants to ask a question and uh, 
the, so he says, fire away. And he's like, what? Where? Where's the fire? And he wants to know where it's, what it's like to see the sky, the surface, planet, anything like that. Oh. Because he's oh. always been underground. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and Mal talks about how the black is his home. They're always transporting things on Serenity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they get back to the... Or no, a, another goblin comes running up and starts chattering at Dig Dug and because as is bringing River along and River says, you know, Harry's talking to the painting of his wife and Antonio's freaking out over the time. <laughs> yep. So they kind of got to get back. Um, We find out that Dig Dug is going with them. So how is he allowed to go? Well, because they need to find out whether or not goblins can manage to live in space. No, but I thought he was bound to Earth. Like, if he's bound to Earth... Um, oh, well, that's what they okay. thats what they believe so far, but they don't know whether, you know, if getting to another planet might work. So, for all they know, he could kick the bucket on yes, the way there. he's just he's a volunteer. And, you know, now that they're moving faster, it's more likely that they might get to somewhere that he can live. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, huh. if they're going to get take six months to get to another planet, then it's probably not likely. Yeah, but three weeks is fast that we might be all right. Hmm. Um, they're going to take the, uh, what they call the instant cabinets. So the, the, ah, uh, mm-hmm. vanishing cabinets. cabinets. And they have several sets of them so they can, um, take one with them and put it on the ship and then also okay. put some in other places so that they always have a way to get back and forth. Yeah. Looks good. And if it works, um, then, more goblins can come through and go somewhere, or if something mm-hmm. happens on Earth, or if, if something happens to him and the vault starts to collapse, they can all come through the cabinet. Mm-hmm. And if it's not working, then Dig Dug can come back through and be back on Earth. Right. And so they have this great big feast of fried cheese and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches because that's what they have. Fried cheese. Which is just gross. I don't know. Fried cheese is fun. Not really. The I like fried cheese. Only thing you'd but want. But... Fried cheese. Are they talking cheese curds? No, it's cheese. It's basically a grilled cheese sandwich, but it's a grilled cheese and oh. peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, ew, ew, yeah. ew, 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 mm-hmm. ew. So one side's sort of cheese and one side's peanut butter and jelly. So I think ew. River takes hers apart. So she has a cheese sandwich and then she has a fried peanut butter sandwich, but she doesn't have a fried cheese Ugh. and peanut butter sandwich because, yeah, that's just wrong. Oh, God. Yeah. And the rest of them are all trying to be... It's disgusting. Oh, well, it just goes down your throat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Jane likes his. <laughs> of course Jane does. Of course he does. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, Mr. You, they get ready to go, and Dig Dug's supposed to go in Harry's spacesuit with him, and then Mr. Universe calls and says, Hey, Harry, the fire truck, he stole his spacesuit. Basically, he, Fox brought Dig Dug his own spacesuit. Yeah. And this is, <laughs> Mr. Universe is not happy about this fire turkey that's going to be on his ship. Yeah. And but, Dig Dug is happy to be there. It's, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Yeah, it's just beautiful. Yeah. Because he's never seen anything like it. Yeah. And, and then. Harry says, thanks, Fox, for everything. And Fox just looks at him and is like, oh, you're coming with us, aren't you? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. And uh, 
and they they get back on the ship and they get out of the spacesuits and something's not quite right. Um, they're all exhausted and, and Mr. Universe is like, uh, there's something here. And Harry's like, oh, no rest for the weary or the wicked or whatever. Mm-hmm. And something's on board, but we don't know what. Dun, dun, dun. Not the Phoenix, I assume. No, there's something else. Which we will find out in the next chapter, which we're not going to do next week. Nope. <laughs> we're only supposed to do 25 chapter or the to chapter 25 this yep. week. So as a uh, teaser, next week is going to begin with annoyances and pet peeves. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Aww. So, which makes me wonder whether Peeves the Poltergeist is going to show up, but I guess we'll see you next week. <laughs> that would be insane. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine him on that spaceship? Yeah. That would be interesting, all right. I don't know if it's a good idea. But... Oh, <laughs> That would be a horrible idea. Oh, yeah. But Harry has things from Luna. And that makes him happy because he was able to get things out of his vault. Yeah. Oh. And things from Hogwarts, too. And things from Hogwarts, too. And, and he's we'll gone. We'll stay discovering it. Yeah. To see Earth that was. And it's disappointed that there's no wizards left. He was hoping there'd be something. So now mm-hmm. he's back on his quest to find wizards in the new world. Mm-hmm. So far. On the other hand, they didn't go to very many places to find well wizards. They only went to Diagon Alley, Gringotts, and Hogwarts. Yeah. I mean, for all they know, the wizards could be underground. They did ask Fox whether there were any other places like Hogwarts with people living in it, and he didn't know of any. I suppose, yeah. But it's yeah, it's hard to say. There could be a possibility, but it seems unlikely. So, I guess we'll see what they find next. It'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm still enjoying the story. Um, mm-hmm. As as you pointed out, Mooney, there is a lot of like uh, Harry's magical enough to solve many things, but you know it it leads to interesting places. So, I'm, yeah, I'm enjoying yeah. seeing what they're doing with it. It's it's a it's a overpowered Harry, that's for sure. But it's at least written into the story in a logical way. Yeah. You know. This isn't, you know, eighteen year old Harry being able to stop a spaceship from crashing into Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. Yeah. And it, you know, it's fun to see where this is going. Uh I'm really hoping Harry will find some wizards somewhere along the way. Me too. Or uh at least a place for Dick Dug and his friends and family to be so they don't have to live in a vault for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. I feel like they probably do, because as we were reading through this, it seemed familiar to me. But yes, mm-hmm. we'll have to see what happens next time. Yeah, I haven't quite finished it yet. I don't know where exactly I'm at, but I, I've been reading ahead and <laughs> I haven't quite got to the end yet. So I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But I, as I as I read along, I'm like, yeah, okay, I remember this. Yeah, that, yeah, I kind of remember this now. But there were some things that I didn't remember. Mm-hmm. There's always neat things and stuff that didn't penetrate or just didn't. Yeah, you remember bits and pieces and scenes like as mm-hmm. we were as they were mentioning. Oh, this is what's left of Gringotts. I was like, is this the story with the goblins in the? Oh, yep, there they are. Yep, but there they are. <laughs> it didn't occur to me until then. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, we'll I was see- on. Facebook earlier and somebody said that they had started Firefly 
oh, I'll just sit down and watch uh, one episode, you know, hours and hours later. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody was like, yeah. oh, welcome. We always, in, you know, welcome brown coats. And I said that I was reading this story. And somebody said, oh, so a river and Luna getting along? And I was like, well, not yet. <laughs> we haven't seen Luna yet, but, you know, it's a possibility. <laughs> I, so, would, I could see that in a different Harry Potter crossover. Somehow they managed to, you know, have them in the same time frame. I think River and Luna would get a lot. <laughs> oh, very much so. But so, but we should wrap this up so y'all can go to bed, and I can go apparently have ice cream sandwiches because that's what my brother said when he called. Well, yay, ice cream! I, I might have to get some ice cream out of the freezer. See, I'm getting all kinds <laughs> of things for you. You need guacamole and ice cream, not together, preferably. <laughs> Yeah, that would be an interesting ice cream flavor. I don't know. That doesn't sound good. There is apparently lobster ice cream, so... Yeah, I know. <laughs> eh? Why? Get that Maybe there's guacamole ice cream. Or at least avocado Why? ice cream. Why? In, in Boston, in Mass, because, well, wherever Melinda lived, because that's where we had gone out for Mexican food and then walked across the street to the ice cream place and we're all too full to have ice cream, I think, but they offered us lobster ice cream. No, bad. Well, there is a recipe for avocado ice cream, which I could see working. You know, it's a good, like, smooth thing that you can make stuff with without having to... You can make, like, fake chocolate pudding with avocado or something, if I recall. Yeah, yeah, you can do that too. I've made chocolate pudding with tofu. It's really good, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sounds a damn sight better than avocado. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, doesn't have as strong a flavor, so you don't have as much you have to disguise. I'm not overly fond of avocados. Yeah. It works yeah. as a, they work as a, um, Alfredo thing. I've made avocado pasta sauce before. Mm, that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but, we're yes. going off on a tangent again, and we were going to end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, what tangents us? Never, never, uh-uh. I nope, think this nope. one might be a record, because no we made talking. it past the intro and had a tangent, and then we went through about three sentences of the story and had another tangent. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we tangented quite a bit in the beginning of this, but yeah. then we got better at it. Now yes. Hopefully you're we still did. enjoying us. I, I imagine if you're listening to this point, you must be having fun. So We've bookended this one. Mm-hmm. So, But yeah, it's interesting. Uh, we'll have to tune in next week to find out if pet peeves means peeves or if it means pet peeves. And uh, we'll find out what happens from there. Mm-hmm. And I think we have two more sections, and then we'll we'll have finished it up. So, so I won't be able to finish off the story with you guys probably, unless we come up with a different day in a couple of weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I will we'll... be off on re- rehearsal on the twenty seventh. Oh yeah, I won't. I'll be out of town then too. We're going to a wedding. Well, well. let me rephrase that. I think we are going to my cousin's wedding. <laughs> well, and you know, we'll just postpone it a week, and and then, uh, are we doing um, the Sherlock Holmes one next? Yeah, and we have Aaron yeah. and Iru who would both like to do that one. So if if Scott's off rehearsing, okay. we might have enough people to pull it in. Although we will miss yeah. Scott. Okay, we'll just we see will. what happens. Then I'll have some Potterfic Weekly episodes to listen to. <laughs> There you go. Right? I can't listen to any because I'm on them all. Yeah. Poor Mooney. She's she's 
stuck. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I listen I to the ones I'm on anyway. I, I it feels I vaguely pointless because I know most of it already. Mm. Well, that's but why. Then I, I listen I to the ones that I did you know, six months ago and go, oh, yeah, I forgot I said that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I do that to Trisha all the time. I'm like, ah, Trisha, Naked Boys. She's like, what? Mm-hmm. There's been a couple of times that I've done that, um, listening to ones from last season or whatever, and I'm uh, somebody says something and it, it reminds me of a thing, and then I make that point on the podcast. So, oh, yep, yeah, there it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, but we're having a good time. Hopefully, all of you are too. Feel free to come along and leave comments on Facebook or on our forum or get in touch with us some other way, and uh, we will see you all next time. Good night, everybody. That sounds good. Goodbye. Night. So hold on to the wonder that those books brought to our Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night.